Welcome back to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the Nerdy Merc. Like the podcast, subscribe, make sure you leave a five-star review. So, I had something very, very awesome happen last night. I got home, as if you follow the Facebook page, uh, which, FYI, the Nerdy Merc, go find me on Facebook, uh, like you know, and do all the things. But if you follow the Facebook page, you'll see, uh, I, I do for some extra money here and there. I do like DoorDash and, and Uber and, and gig, gig economy type stuff. And last night after I got home, um, which was kind of late, but had a good day, by the way, I received a, or I noticed that I had a comment from a fan. Now, full disclosure, this fan is a friend of mine. He's, we've known each other for a few years. We actually met on a cruise. Uh, me and my wife went on a cruise. I think that was the same cruise that we took pretty much. Uh, let's see. So the Spawn and my mother-in-law and my mother. And so we we met on this cruise. And he had like his entire family there. He's, he's a very family-oriented guy. And I got to say that's coming from a, a family that's less family oriented it was kind of like wow that's kind of cool but we kind of struck up a friendship and we and we've maintained contact ever since i mean to the point where once when i needed a ride up to chicago he he lives in the chicago area so like three and a half four hours away he came down picked me up and took me back up to chicago i mean super solid dude his name's mike I'm, i mean i've already tagged him in, in facebook thanking him for this but I got a comment from him saying, hey, uh, did you get a package in the mail today? And I'm like, uh, I didn't know I was supposed to be looking out for one. And so I went out and found it, opened it up, and it is a crap load of beef jerky. My favorite is beef with jerky. My favorite is beef with jerky. My favorite is beef with jerky. From this... Uh, um, uh, from from the righteous felon jerky cartel, and we're talking about. Uh, so, I've got. Pardon the noises here. I, I mean, so, so there's eight different little bags, and each bag was uh, two ounces. So, I mean, it's it's like a good little sampling. There's and the artwork is pretty cool too. It's all a cow, and the cow is just in different different uh, uh, attire. So you've got victorious big. Uh, <laughs> habanero Escobar, and and so the cow just has an eye patch on, and the the difference is the like what's on his head or beard or stuff like that. But anyway, yeah, Habanero Escobar that was a lot hotter than I expected it to be. Maryland Monroe, and the cow's kind of dressed like Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Bourbon Franklin, and he's you know just looking like Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> OG Hickory, uh, Baby Blues Barbecue, Truffalo Soldier, and he's dressed like he's from the Civil War, and then Voodoo Chili, and he's looking straight up like Jimi Hendrix from um, from Woodstock, and whoo, that Voodoo Chili was hot. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my lord, this stuff was so good. There was there was some beef sticks that came with it too. They're already gone. There's like a like a barbecue, a hickory, and a and a habanero beef stick. They're already gone. They were really good. So just wanted to say shout out to Mike. I appreciate that. That was really really awesome. I didn't think I'd be getting stuff sent to me from fans so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have a feeling that Mike probably would have sent that to me even if I hadn't been doing this. But uh, yeah, Mike, I appreciate you. That was awesome. I, I've sampled all I'm going to sample. Now I'm going to hand them off to the family and, and then let them have, have some too. But the beef sticks were mine. Uh, you're listening to the Nerdy Merc. So France seems to have a problem with people getting beheaded. Now this is a story that I've I've kind of taken a little bit of time because it's quite complex and even I don't don't claim that I have it all. So let's start uh near the beginning. This was uh around the middle of October, the 16th or 17th. There is an article in uh from the CBS News. The headline Suspect in Teachers Beheading in France was Chechen teen. Now, the, and the, the article then goes on to talk about how, to, how an 18-year-old was shot dead by French police after beheading a teacher at a school. The teacher's name was Samuel Paty or Paty, P-A-T-Y. And if you speak French, please forgive me. I'm going to butcher this. He was of the Conflas... I Conflas Saita Honorine. I don't, I'm sure I'm really butchering that. I'm sorry. I'm assuming that's the name of the city that where this happened. What was his crime? Well, he dared to show an image of the Prophet Muhammad. Come again? In English, please. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. And do, do, do surely you guys remember the Charlie Hebdo thing? 2015, uh, Charlie Hebdo was a, a satirical comic news a newspaper. I, I guess is a newspaper, but a, but they produced satirical comics. And in 2015, there was a handful of gunmen that showed up wearing uh, wearing wielding AK-47s. So nice job on that gun control there, France, and just slaughtered a bunch of people in that building because of that. Now, nine other suspects were arrested. This in this last latest thing, nine other suspects were arrested, including the killer's 17-year-old brother and his grandparents. So this was this was a family operation apparently, this whole revenge killing thing. The suspect turns out had been granted a 10-year residency as a refugee in March. Um, let's see, scroll, French, French president, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Macron. Wow. I just really channeled my inner Frenchman, Macron. <laughs> Emmanuel Macron uh, quotes or is quoted. One of our compatriots was murdered today because he taught the freedom of expression, the freedom to believe or not to believe. Now, moving on. About two weeks later, in London, 
presumably France. Now, well, actually, this is um, where the the article is posted from. I think uh, the headline. Oh, hang on. Of course, my iPad would freeze up now. Oh, come on. Oh, don't you hate it when technology does not cooperate with you? So, okay. We're, we're moving on. Uh, that article, though, we talked about a woman was beheaded and two others uh, were stabbed to death inside the Notre Dame Basilica in Nice. And uh, I think I'm saying that right. N-I-C-E. Or nice, if you're American. Now, that was followed by the shooting, presumably by police, um, of a guy threatening violence in Avignon. And the arrest of a man with a knife in Lyon or Lyon, and the wounding of a French guard outside the consulate in Saudi Arabia. The church attacker was reported to be shouting Allahu Akbar while while being arrested. And for some reason, the MSN article that I didn't see the word terrorism anywhere in it. Um, I accidentally closed the tab out, and I don't have time to go back and try to find it. But uh, I do. And these are just my notes. Uh, this did mark the 34th terrorist attack in France since that Charlie Hebdo attack in 2015. Now, further on down this article, uh, former Malaysian Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamad, M-A-H-A-T-H-I-R-M-O-H-A-M-A-D, called uh, French President Emmanuel Macron, Emmanuel Macron primitive and said Muslims had a, quote, Right to punish the French. The French, in the course of their history, this is still him, this is still quoting him, has killed millions of people. Many were Muslims. Muslims have a right to be angry and to kill millions of French people for the massacres of the past. Really? Okay. So this is the whole sins of the father thing. I'm assuming. Uh, tell me. How, how is anybody alive today? Like, what, what, use your words, Jeff. This, this is just so massively frustrating. Because if you go far enough down anyone's family history, you know, down their lineology, you'll find something worthy of offense. This is basically all, you know, do you remember a few years ago when, when um, oh, I forget which group it was, but someone found out that Mitch McConnell's family owned slaves back in the past. And he responded like, well, once again, I find myself in the same company as President Obama, whose ancestors also owned slaves. You know, I mean, just what, what are we doing here? There's people that had nothing to do with massacres or atrocities of the past don't bear any responsibility. It's just like me. Even if my, even if I come from a family of slave owners, I didn't. My family was not that rich. Um, yeah, well, as far as I know, my family is not that rich. But even if they did, is that my fault? No. I had nothing to do with it. I don't condone, I don't condone slavery any more than the modern day french people condone the 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 barbarism that uh, that 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 the french empire or the, did the french ever have an empire whatever the the french colonizers uh did you know 2 300 400 years ago it doesn't make them responsible for the sins of their ancestors 
any more than you or I am responsible for these sins of slavery. Those acts, those sins, those, and I don't really like using the word sin because of the, of the religious connotation, but it's the best word I can think of that fits here. Those acts, those belong to the people that did them, okay? There's no such thing as, as and I don't know, if original sin, I guess, where you're just born a sinner, and I, I, I keep hating to use the word sin because I'm not a religious guy. But I am, I am not responsible for the atrocities of the past. Okay, Even if my family committed them, I am not responsible for them. I'm sure, some, I had, I'm sure somewhere down my line is someone that committed some atrocities. You know, for example, I believe I am a direct descendant of Sir Hubert Day Warrell, uh, W-A-R-E-L, or so I've been told. My, uh, the family name on my, on my mother's side is Worrell, W-R-R-E-L-L. And I've seen certificates that say the genealogy is traced all the way down. But you think he probably didn't, at the very least, probably know of some barbarism that happened during battle? He was in the Battle of Hastings, supposedly. Okay, so if you go far enough, far enough down my family line, I bet you find something worthy of offense. Am I responsible for whatever Sir Hubert de Warrell may have done or may have known about during battle a thousand years ago? No, I'm not. Any more than the French people are responsible for the barbarism of, of, of the colonizers uh, in, in the French history. I mean, for crying out loud, the, the French don't even have the same type of leadership they had back then. Remember the French Revolution? Yeah, No, I'm not saying they didn't go out and colonize afterwards, but some of the stuff... Some of this barbarism they're talking about, the atrocities, um, what is, in the course of their history has killed millions of people, some of that happened back when French had a freaking king. French, France doesn't have a, a damn king anymore. So how are you going to blame even the, the French government for that? It's ridiculous. The Associated Press responded with an article titled, if I can, okay, hey, my iPad worked now. Uh... Why France Sparks Such Anger in the Muslim World. What the hell? That's right. They blamed the people being attacked by violent extremists for the violence being enacted against them. Tell me, how, how is that any different than saying to a rape victim, well, you shouldn't have been wearing that. You deserved it. Okay. You know what? I'm, Joe Rogan talked about in one of his stand-up specials a number of years ago, I remember when, if you remember back in 2015, the Charlie Hebdo shooting was in, I want to say like early spring, maybe late winter, like maybe March, something like that. Well, it wasn't but a couple of months later that, and I want to say it was Garland, Texas, they arranged like this big old community meeting for a draw Muhammad contest in response. I mean, it was a dark time for free speech. Um, probably in my life, the second most dark time with the first being now, but yeah, that was a dark time for free speech because after that Charlie Hebdo attack, everyone was like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't want to be the one to die next. Journalists wouldn't, journalists barely even covered it. I mean, they covered the attack itself, but they barely covered the, the reasons behind it, the motivations of the attackers, um, 
because for fear, I'm guessing, of retaliate being retaliated against themselves. Now, I'm, I am talking about like kind of international, internationally in the U.S. Oh, it was covered, but internationally, it was not very, very quiet, and it was scary. It was a scary time for free speech. And then I like to talk about this thing called the snap. When you when you, like think about when you take a rubber band and you stretch as far as you can, as far as you can. And until it just cannot stretch anymore, and then you get a snap where equilibrium everything equals water finds its level, and boom, all is right with the world again. There's a big snap coming, by the way. Uh, yeah, I think the snap counts about 11:59 p.m. Uh, but that's a different conversation. So Garland, Texas, and I'm wanting to say this is about two months later. They um, in a community center they arranged for a draw Muhammad contest. And as Joe Rogan put it, how obvious does a trap have to be? I mean, come on. People carry guns in Texas. Lots of people carry guns in Texas. When I first was stationed in Fort Hood, now I don't know how accurate this was. It might have been fluff. I don't know. When I was first stationed in Fort Hood, we got a briefing. Like, this is an official DOD briefing. Which happens every time we go to a new base. They kind of give you the layout of the land, you know, the local area. And we were told, don't mess with the local population. 85% of the men over, or 85% of people over the age of 38 are licensed to carry a firearm. Now, I don't believe in licensing for firearms. That's a position I've come to later. But that's neither here nor there. I was just like, holy crap, they don't mess around in Texas. And these suckers fell right into the trap. Right into the trap. Uh, they showed up and were dead within seconds. Like, I mean, I'm talking about the 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 extremist Muslims that that basically bought into the trap. They're like, oh, we're going to go. No, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That's very insulting. I'm not going to to try to do that. I, th- I think that, you know, at, at least in places where you can carry guns, I think people need to arrange another draw Muhammad contest. This, this correction, this needs to be corrected, this balance. I'm not advocating going out and hunting Muslims. I'm not. Don't. Some, mu- I, some of the nicest people in the world I've ever met were Muslims. Not doing that at all. But when these people think that they can just enact their Sharia law... Anywhere that they want, regardless of the actual law of the land, when they refuse to adapt to the modern cultures that they go to, when they d- engage in violence after after people have just done nothing but try to help them, you know what? That's where you draw the line. I mean, it's time to fight back at that point. I think France should. Well, that's the end of this segment. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Find me on all the social medias or go to the website, www.nerdymerc.com. Make sure you stick around for the next segment, and thank you for listening.